All right, welcome back to Inside Flicks. We took a week off uh, because of personal issues. <laughs> but it, and also it's been raining over here in Southern California, so we need to take a, some time off. But we're back. And uh, if you guys don't know who we are, we're three brothers who get together to talk about movies and television. Uh, my name is Mike. And like always, I'm here with Richard and Raymond. Uh yeah, there's actually something to really talk about. Let's talk about how horrible the box office has been. So this Super Bowl weekend, it was Super Bowl weekend, and apparently it was high ratings. It was the one of the better Super Bowl weekends uh, or most watched Super Bowl ever. Maybe that has the, the Taylor Swift uh, effect. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course that helped. But Super Bowl weekend saw its historically low box office revenues with a combined ticket sales estimate at $40 million. It was the worst in over three decades outside of 2021. Now, Matthew Vaughn's Argyle, which was, has been struggling in the box office for, for, for since it's, this is the second week, I believe, has been struggling in the box office. It's, it's, it's a bona fide bomb, even though it has been number one for the last two weeks. Uh, it led the box office with a modest $6.5 million, mar- marking it one of the lowest grossing uh, for a Super Bowl weekend. So the industry is uh, looking to recover, and I don't know how they will. But uh, what's your thoughts on that, on the, just this horrible box office? Well, well uh, oh. I mean, Universal sold it, the Argyle to Apple, I believe it was, and they're yeah, the ones who paid $200 million for <laughs> yeah. it. So it's Apple, so who, 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 who the hell cares? They got more money than, you know. Right, that's true. Yeah, so, Apple took a hit, and Apple, and they've been criticizing Apple for for a lot of these big purchases, and they haven't really seen any returns. Uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts? I mean, you haven't really gone to the movies. You you like to go to the movie theaters, but you haven't really gone since since uh, since last year, probably. Yeah, I think the last movie I saw was Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, for for me, th- th- there hasn't really been any new movies. I mean the. The, uh, I guess Lisa Frankenstein was the only new release. Yeah, that came out this week, and it was terrible. It, 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 I don't know how much it made. But you have those numbers re- with you, or, or three million? Yeah, three point yeah. six. I'll, I'll just go through the top five bo- in the box office real quick. Okay. Uh, the pathetic box box office <laughs> that it was. Number one, the number one movie was Argyle with six point two million. Number two was Lisa Frankenstein with three point six million. Wow, wow. Number three was The Beekeeper with three point three million. Number four was Wonka with three million, and around the top five was Migration with two point nine million. And Beekeeper and Wonka is available on VOD, so the fact that they're still in the top five just shows you how bad those numbers yeah. are. And isn't Migration also on VOD? Too? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay, so and- so the only two not available was the the, the top two, and it's it's not great. <laughs> not uh, Wonka, great. I mean, it, it surpassed two hundred million domestically, so that's a great. Great milestone for that. Picture. Yes, and migration, okay. migration also surpassed 100 million for an animation film, and that's another good, you know, good hit for Universal as far as that you know film goes. Well, I was quite shocked about Lisa Frankenstein. There was some buzz about it. I thought, you know, for sure it had. I mean, maybe it's not your typical horror movie. It's a gothic. No, but you 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 expect the youth to come out for right, it. and I, I guess it didn't really. But also, yeah. like, are are there still like you know like. Is there still an audience for a movie like that? Yeah, yeah I guess you would think. You would think, but I guess not. I guess not. I mean, there is. I know there's a kind of a resurgence. No, but I mean, like the, of Tim Burton. Oh no, I mean, really. Uh, um, 
Zelda Williams. They were really uh, pushing her as being a Robin Williams' well, daughter. And, and, and also like D- Di- and, uh, uh, Kobe, uh, um, Diablo. Diablo Cody. Yeah, yeah. Di- Diablo Cody, who is the, the screenwriter and producer. And yeah, but seen, I mean, they're, they're, I don't think either of them are really like names to like right. draw an audience. No, I, not 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 for the youth. I mean, um, but or for not the, for uh, any any. <laughs> <laughs> well, with these numbers now, nobody, nobody. Well, I mean, no, I mean, uh, there was like, a re- well, the, t- the TikTok universe, or whatever. Well, I mean, there was so a it, there is a resurgence of Jennifer's body, and they they said this was almost a spiritual sequel, or I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe the, I think there well, was some story really, that was. They didn't lean into that in the marketing. No, I think this was all about promoting. I think Kobe said something that maybe they live in the same universe. Uh, yeah, but it does have this uh, scissor hands feel to the movie. And I guess maybe scissor hands is just a old ass movie to a lot of young moviegoers. But once again, this film was only like, uh, you know, less than 20 million right. make, <laughs> yeah, like it, that. So Yeah, there is a chance. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a slim chance. That it will contain contain its numbers because it was like only fifteen million budget or something like that. Like yeah. it could be like a Means Girl, not to I don't know because Means no. Mean Mean no. Girls was the musical. No, fairly they, fairly well. No way. I mean, if it if it makes if it makes its money back, it'll be a damn miracle. I would think. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, it didn't really get that best reviews uh, no well lisa frankenstein's definitely not going to make its money back i I mean what i'm more curious about is like can it still somehow find an audience like is there an audience for this movie can it find it on streaming like yeah i mean once it hits streaming that'll be uh, it'll be up to the film to see if it's any good to get a word of mouth through that well yeah that's what i'm more curious about because there's all these like netflix like romantic comedies Mm -hmm. that are are always like successes and i'm like i didn't see that happening right but Mm -hmm. but those seem more like you know accessible this is seems more specifically for like a goth like team Bur- tim yeah. burton type mm-hmm. person I mean, like do those people still exist <laughs> they I, I, probably I do uh, but they don't go watching the movies <laughs> they don't go to yeah movies. i think it has a much better chance than uh night swim this did a lot uh this did a lot worse right yeah yeah i mean but uh, i i think you know once i hit streaming i think it has a lot better chance than oh, night swim. that's true we'll see well, I mean, look at Jennifer Maybe. Bodies as an example. That took a years for people to That's finally, true, yeah. f- finally find an that audience. That bombed, right? Yeah, yeah that, that was a big bomb. Theater. I don't think it. I don't think it. It, it, uh, it took that long. I think it. Yeah, no, sure. No, it initially, bombed the box office, but once it hit video, no, well, no. Well, initially the no, the, the reviews were terrible. Hated, yeah. yeah, and people hated. Audiences hated that movie because. At the time, everyone hated like Megan Fox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people still hate Megan. I think a lot of people still hate Megan Fox, but. <laughs> But I mean, she's less hated now, I guess. And um, yeah, mm. the movie has it's a cult. Has a cult. Yeah, it definitely has a cult following, and people seem to put that on their list as one of their favorites. Uh, you know, horror movies or whatever the last fifteen years or so. I don't know if uh, uh, Lisa Frankenstein has that much of legs, but. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll check it out once it hits VOD. I guess um, you're gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's, let's move on to uh, some of the headlines. Uh, let's talk about David Leach. David Leach was in talks to direct the next Jurassic World movie. Uh, mm-hmm. This is no longer the so. He is he has left the the, the discussions and he is not doing the movie. Uh, you know, we we did report about uh, Jurassic World. Uh, um, David Kep. David Kep or David Cope or whatever of you say his name. He's going to be writing. He was originally the the first. He was the the original screenwriter for the first two films, and of Jurassic Park and Jurassic uh, Lost World. 
Um, I wonder if he if he if he uh, um, submitted a treatment for it or something like that, and uh, David Leach said, "Nah." Yeah, the, well, the, he said that, or according to the the report, it, it's about the vision, and Universal has a different vision. And I, you know, I don't know. David Leach to me didn't like didn't seem like the perfect fit for this project, but I don't know who no. he is really. Uh, Raymond, do do you want to see another uh, Jurassic World, you, or should the this Jurassic Park franchise just stop and just let's let's um, move forward? Well, I I, I think they should stop because they kind of lost my interest but yeah. they keep making money you know yeah. what i mean so i don't i don't i i understand why they want to continue um so i i get it mm-hmm. I, I i i don't think you know i don't think they should stop if you know it's guaranteed to make a billion dollars that's but... true the last movie even though i didn't finish watching it, it was a huge success i don't know what the 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 you know those movies don't really feel like it had the same tone as the original jurassic park but there is i guess people just like to see fucking monsters or something like that it's kind of like the king kong and godzilla thing yeah those movies make, make a money. lot more money yeah that's yeah, true make a, way more that's true but well, it's, yeah go ahead i really hope if they do uh do another uh you know franchise with jurassic world or whatever jurassic i think the only person that should they should bring back bring back is um is uh um, the actor's name Joseph Mazzalo. Mazzello. He played the kid oh, the in the first. Kid. Dr- dr- yeah, right. he played the kid in uh, the first Jurassic. He was also in the Pacific. Right. And most recently, probably was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, yes, what, yes. Uh, yeah. So I would, I would love the movie to focus him, on him a lot more. And have him being sister. the more. Uh, uh, they could bring the sister back. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. um, I remember she was I, a part I, of I the promotion. He, of he's the one who should fill Sam Neill's part. I think he should have like, like sort of like the Indiana Jones, like uh, uh-huh. fill. I mean, fill in his hat, you know. So sort of like he's an know. archaeological, he yeah, archaeological like, uh, researcher, right? I always yeah. like to see him as the new Doctor Grant, okay. or whatever. And he has to go save some people, whatever, in the world, or whatever. Or you know, he has a tutelage of surviving this Jurassic world. Yes, since he was a young boy who survived the T Rex. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, but who's who? Who would be a good director, though? Oh, um, so far, I mean, we're going to talk uh, Super Bowl spots later on. I think uh, the the a Quiet Place and also um, the new Quiet Place film, uh, Michael Sonarski, I think his name. Yeah, uh, I think he's uh, looks that looks good, and okay. also and also um, Twisters. Mm. Those two guys, up and comers. Those That's, are big movies. I mean, if either of those movies, you know, screen well, mm-hmm. I think those either of those guys are good choices. Okay. And then, of course, there's Dan Trackenberg, but I heard he's... Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. go to Dan Trackenberg's story next. But, Remy, you want to say something about... You got any ideas about the director? A good director? No, those are fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Dan Trackenberg, he is set to write and direct Badlands... This is a new standalone movie in the Predator franchise. This follows the success of of Prey, which was a, a big hit for Hulu. I think it was one of the biggest streaming original movies for Hulu, and that was a standalone Predator movie. So this is a the plot. Uh, details about the plot is cut. It's being kept under wraps, but speculations is that. Um, It'd probably be a new timeline with new new characters, or it could I don't know who knows who knows. Maybe they'll bring back uh, 
amber or mid thunder or something. But I, most likely, uh, I, to me, it feels like they're going to set it in a different timeline and have a predator fight somebody from, I don't know, the Old West or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So what's your thoughts on Dan Trackenberg coming back for another Predator movie? Um, I like it. I think this is exciting. Um, the last Predator was pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, thumbs up for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting because when I read this story, I go, wow, this seems like a, another kind of mid-budget, low-budget franchise movie. And maybe studios should be, I'm not sure if this is going to be a Hulu original, but maybe studios should be doing more of that. Maybe instead of like picking a big director for Jurassic World's next movie, maybe just, you know, go with a smaller director who has done some decent stuff and give them, you know, a decent amount of a, of a budget and do a smaller picture and see if that works. You know, maybe this is much better direction. I don't know. Rich, what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I also um, working on the project is you know Patrick Ace and uh, his co-writer mm-hmm. for Prey. So, um, and they just got they got nominated for an Emmy. You know, I saw Dan Trachtenberg in the Emmys losing. <laughs> so, oh, because um, it was the original Hulu. It was a TV. Pr- it was a TV movie. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah, they were, and, they were uh, nominated for so, best screenplay or also lost to to Weird. Oh, <laughs> did it? Okay. <laughs> the a weird yeah. weird owls uh, biopic yeah, writing so. oh for writing um okay. oh. yeah and uh, uh this guy patrick ason also worked on wayward pine so that's that mm. makes a lot of sense that's he's uh you know under the tutelage of uh, uh m night that kind of you know writing skills yeah well, what's your feelings about badlands um should it be you know set in a um in the old west should be set in some i mean what I, the- I like i like the i like the western setting actually i think that sounds pretty cool yeah um it, it could be like a a a, a darker kind of R, an r-rated version of um what john favreau was trying to do with cowboys <laughs> <laughs> yeah because didn't he have a the cult in the uh, at the end of uh oh right which, what was it there was a cult of white herb um uh predator 2 and predator 2 was the cult uh, uh was it Wyatt Earp uh, signature on it? Or something? Not sure. Yeah. Oh, the gun in the end. Yeah, impressive. I don't. I don't remember what it was, but I. Uh, it was definitely something. Um, wild, wild west, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was either western or like uh, um, Christopher Columbus or something. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What does Badlands represent? It, that must. That, to me, that feels like what old west. Uh, well, it's also uh, that. Um, isn't that the Eli oh, Ross movie? <laughs> next movie, whatever that shit. Is it called well, Border- no Borderlands? Borderlands. Borderlands. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, I don't yeah. Know. When I hear Badlands, I think I, I think of like kind of a Western setting. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. We'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, it could be just a tentative title. Yeah, apparently their um, discussions are underway for casting for the lead role, and I guess we'll get more information when that comes out. Um, let's talk about Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner Brothers is facing some controversy over their decision not to release the $70 million budget animated, animated live-action hybrid movie, Coyote vs. Acme. Um, mm-hmm. they've been, uh, a lot of people have been pissed off about this. Uh, I guess apparently Phil Lord went to Twitter and criticized the studio, saying that this is a potential, u- using this movie as a potential tax uh, loophole right write-off. Off, yeah. 
And uh, he speculates that this was an anti-competition uh, practice. And so, I don't know. I mean, Warner Brothers, again, uh, was shelving. Was he, the... was he producing it? No. No, he was just okay. pissed off. Uh, but, you know, Warner, uh, Warner Brothers and, and uh, Zasloff, David Zasloff, again, shelving a big-time uh, movie that's completed. I mean, it's it's different when it's uncompleted, but when it's completed and ready to go. Well, I don't think the movie is actually fully completed, right? I think they still need to do a lot of animation work on it. Oh, is it? I think, yeah, I think they still like need to put like another maybe like $40 million into it. Oh, that was that the story? I, I yeah, and I think they've so far they put seventy million into it. It's, it's already has a seventy million production budget, and I know they tried to, to they tried to um, sell it to other studios, right. but they said they they right. want to make their money back, so they're only willing to sell sell it for seventy million, and no one's willing to cough that up, and they're like, we're not going to give the movie away, so. Mm-hmm. But people aren't willing to pay that much, and they're not willing to put another forty million in. Well, there was a story a couple of weeks ago about Netflix dumping um, Halle Berry Berry's uh, sci-fi uh, film, which was was pushed back because of the pandemic. But they were shooting; they shot a lot of it. It was unfinished, though, and they would have put just kind of like what Warner Brothers, like you were saying, they would have to put a lot more money into it to finish it. But they decided to drop it altogether. But it was a big time, uh, high profile sci-fi project for Netflix and. Halle Berry was starring in it. Well, let, let, let's let's talk about this kind of like uh, the, this 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 whole thing happening because this is pretty interesting, right? I mean, like movies movies can't really get made anymore. Movies aren't making money, right? I mean, movies yeah. aren't successful in movie anymore. Right. Movies aren't being watched because uh, this Coyote vs. Ugly. I actually, honestly, I I wanted to see it. <laughs> I I to me this sound sounded like a movie I, I would have liked yeah just because it's weird it's, and that's the problem i think i think it, it's it's more focused to a more of a adultish uh um you know um audience and uh mm-hmm. audience and and uh for, this, for something like looney tunes i think they want it to be more kids kid uh focused and uh a courtroom setting is not focused no. for kids <laughs> not a good focus for kids no, so that's, that's like an adult the, swim thing. Yeah, that's 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 the problem. That's you like Harvey. It's, it's Harvey a hard Birdman. sell for kids. <laughs> that's like Harvey Birdman attorney along. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 that's that's the problem. I mean, well, if, the, you know, so that's a problem with the development stage, right? That's the problem with the development. Yeah, department. no, but I can't I can't believe they've spent so much money on this movie. Yeah. Seventy million so far, and the, and the, and in order to complete it, supposedly another forty million. I mean, uh, there's no way this movie was going to make a profit in theaters. No. I don't even. I don't. I don't think there's no way this movie w- would have made money. Would be profitable in any universe. So I understand why other studios don't want to, you know, cough up seventy million, and I understand why you know Warner Brothers just want to finish it. But mm-hmm. it does suck because I. I mean, I, I. I think this could be a good movie, and I know that a lot of the people that have seen this movie, like I think Phil Lord and Chris Miller, have seen it. Mm-hmm. I. I know a lot of animation yeah. people have seen it, and they all say it's actually like really good. I know. I think a, a lot of like Adult Swim people have seen it, and they say it, it's great. But I mean, you know, I, I think I think Batgirl would have actually made money, though. <laughs> I think Batgirl would have made money. How about Scooby, the holiday? I don't hunt? know about that. I don't know about. But that, that was complete. That was completely completed. Yeah, just put that on the uh, yeah. HBO Max, right? That's. I mean, I 
why wouldn't they? I it's just like they need the tax off the tax uh, loophole. Yeah, they off, were they you know? they were doing really bad. I remember they were in a lot of debt. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Well, they lost their shirt on Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wonder. Get... I wonder how much money Warner Brothers would have saved. You know. Maybe they wouldn't have saved anything, but I'm curious. Like, I wonder how much money they could have potentially have saved if James Gunn never made his announcement that he was rebooting DC. Well, me and Richard just recently saw Aquaman, and uh, I think it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. I loved. The oh, vision. it has a stupid. Yeah, stupid there was some, to it, and yeah. you could tell there but was. So did the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. I I think I liked Aquaman two more than Aquaman one. I was not a big fan of Aquaman one. Uh, They're close. It, it was okay. It was fine. But I was actually They're... more shocked about Aquaman two. How big of a scope the movie is. It remind like I was telling you guys. It reminded me of like a old school uh, Barry Sonderfeld movie. You know, has a little bit of Men in Black, but it had also a lot of Wild Wild West. So, but it had like kind of that fun summer blockbuster comedy action adventure comedy thing to it. I thought you know when people were complaining about Jason Momoa's performance uh, about how he's so over the top and so goofy, I didn't really see it. I just saw uh, like a, a basic Jason Momoa, Momoa movie. <laughs> that's him. You know, that's how he is. You know, so I was not offended or, or I didn't roll my eyes when I saw him do some you know gags and stuff. Actually. Uh, Find it it's kind just like him in funny. interviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he's walking around in a in a towel like he did in the Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, you know, like he was. Yeah, like, but if it wasn't for you know our Barbie, of course, uh, um, and uh, 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 Aquaman and uh, the Flash were big hits for, I mean, hits as in like in the bank, um, and also um, the color purple wasn't that big either. Mm, you mean for Warner Brothers? Big, yeah. big. Um, Bombs. Bombs. <laughs> bombs. bombs yeah, bombs. yeah, but I'm saying, well, take that aside, but I mean, I'm talking about like the reaction from fans or reaction from critics. Well, it's the same thing with Flash. Yeah. I mean, we're fans of the Flash movie. I thought the Flash was actually really, really good. I liked Ta- it much better than Aquaman, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but I was, th- you know, from the reaction, the the vitriol reaction I got from, from you know, when the movie came out, I thought the movie was going to be dog shit. And actually, it's not. Actually, I like the the visuals of the movie. I like the the special effects. I think the special effects is probably much better than Flash. <laughs> so you thought yeah. Aquaman? You thought Aquaman Lost Kingdom was astounding? Who said that? <laughs> the Park, whatever. Ten times in the film. Randall Park. Randall Park. He yeah. said that's. St- I never. I, I didn't notice. He said astounding all the time. Well, he must be sleeping in all the parts because <laughs> he said it like ten times in the movie. <laughs> I was just super catchphrase. I, I didn't know he was in the movie that much. <laughs> uh, but um, but you know, I I you know talking about Aquaman two really quick. I, I thought the movie was fun too, not great, mm-hmm. but um, man, if I had like to you know nitpick anything in that movie, it was really the Black Manta stuff. That stuff felt so rushed. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like there was a missing movie. Yeah, there, it really felt like in certain scenes they felt like this was definitely reshot. And really, kind of fine tuned to hit a certain storyline, you know, especially all the kind of scenes with uh, Nicole Kidman. I thought the whole beginning was all like um, 
like the pacifier <laughs> when he's with his kids you talking about like yeah, his family I think, that, I think that was all reshoots and shit maybe yeah it does it does have a it does feel like it was kind of retuned and reshot and re-edited but uh, mm-hmm. I think you take that in, in account I'm like wow Jace, uh, 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 James Wong did it actually pretty decent job of not making it feel completely like a Frankenstein movie. It's, it doesn't. It feels like actually a movie that is pretty bad. You know, you wish it had a better script, but it was fun. It's still fun. You know, it was still yeah, funny. It's, it's fun because the pairing of uh, um, Momoa and uh, Patrick Wilson. That's what that's yeah. what makes the movie, really, because, I mean, um, you, you go back and you watch the first Aquaman, it wasn't a, a great movie either. It was pretty stupid. It yeah. was, like, really just, you know, Aquaman and uh, Mara kind of team up and look for a, a trident. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like the whole film. That's the whole film. <laughs> it's, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> and you know what though? Oh, Momoa and Patrick Wilson have better chemistry than Momoa and Amber Heard, so I could kind of see why Mike liked this one more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I kind of like the first Aquaman a little more just because it had a, a freshness to it. Yeah, it was like forty-eight hours of rush hour. <laughs> yeah maybe i don't know i mean it's definitely a straight man and in, 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 in the joker right i mean uh mamala's doing his thing he's doing his, and then patrick wilson who i'm not a big fan of patrick wilson but i thought he did an okay job here with uh, being the straight guy uh you know uh, you know you have to deal with mamala's antics and it, it, was, it was fine mm-hmm. i was actually much more impressed by the scope of it and the visual uh look of the movie because the visuals I thought was pretty cool. The whole Black Manta looks really cool. I, I thought the costume looks cool. The nerd, his you know henchmen or his minions. I thought all that looks pretty pretty badass. It does. It have, was very kind of a traditional comic book, which felt like something that's kind of missing from comic book movies <laughs> in a long time. Yeah, it felt kind of um, I don't know, like. Here's the bad guy layer and all, all that. I yeah. Don't know. It, it feels it, like it's been a while since we've seen that type of stuff. Yeah, very much like a, f- a 90s comic book movie, like a, The Phantom or or or, or G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Billy Zane movie, Phantom, right? That's It felt like, kind of like that, you know? Big, uh, you put them uh, in, a, in a location for the third act, the big location, you know? It was fine. Uh, I mean, it's that. It's like, I was really it was, expecting. It was better than Ant Man. <laughs> I was I was expecting like a horrible movie. It was actually a, you know, a fun, entertaining film. It's not. It's not. It's okay. No, but I'm. But but also like, but were you saying like it's the movie's getting trashed? You know, people mm-hmm. are make it sound like it's like one of the worst comic book movies ever made. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's better than, or at least at the very at the very least, about just as good as like everything else that came out from Marvel since Endgame. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, people, it seems like people are saying this is worse. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's just as good, maybe even a little better. It's funny. Cause I was, when I was watching it and, and you told me that you liked the movie when, cause you saw it in theaters. And so you said you liked the movie a lot or, you know, you liked it enough. And so yeah. when I was watching the movie and go, Oh wow, Raymond likes this movie. Why does he not like uh, John Carter? <laughs> Because I thought John Carter is like almost the same kind of vibe. It's a fun action event, adventure, and I think John Carter actually is a better movie than Aquaman too. But a lot of people hate that movie, and, well, and you're Carter, one of them. <laughs> I thought John Carter, or John Carter for Mars or whatever, was very slow in the first half. 
When's the last time you saw that movie? Uh, over a decade ago. <laughs> Try it again. Maybe you'll like it more. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get to our, uh, we talk about like nineties films. Uh, Tim Burton, yes. Tim Burton's back. He's going to, he's doing his final touches of the long awaited, uh, Beetlejuice sequel. Well, Ooh, he's done shooting. Yes. Basically. I mean, it's coming out this year, uh, uh, later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he's already signed up to write and direct or no, no, sorry. Direct a reimagined version of the 1958 classic attack of the 50 foot woman. Mm. The script is going to be written by Gone Girl writer Jillian Flynn. So Tim Burton, off to his next movie. Uh, and you guys ever watch this movie? No, but it's a uh, kind of a classic B fifties monster movie, or you know, I don't know, a woman. Uh, so if, if this w- is the woman... Gone Girl writer, is this going to be like a like a serious version of it? I don't know. Maybe she is a big fan of the original movie. Now they did a remake in the nineties with Daryl Hannah. Wasn't the nineties? Yeah, like an HBO. Did you guys watch that one? I think I maybe have. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I definitely remember. No, I guess I didn't because I don't remember the story at all. <laughs> but it's basically a woman who gets, I think, zapped or she gets, for some reason, she grows. It's kind of like the inverse of uh, the Incredible Shrinking Man, which is a guy who shrinks to a very tiny, like Ant-Man shrinks. And I, I did see that movie. That was an awesome movie, uh, the original. Um, but, and also the, the kind of the remake with Joel Schumacher, <laughs> Incredible Shrinking Woman with... Um, Oh, that was Joel Schumacher. Yeah, what was what was the star? Who was the star L- of that? Lily one? Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. That was like kind of the modern day remake of it. Uh, but this is this is the Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. This is kind of the inverse where she grows to the fifty foot woman. Um, I the, the the images is what I remember the most because it's the the, the you know a woman tall and fifties um, B fifties B movies in the fifties. You know, so it seems like the right source material for Burton. I don't know, Rich, what's your thoughts of Tim Burton kind of jumping on to this project? Well, um, I mean, he's got a hot project with uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, and Wednesday is still, you know, oh, yeah, he still work, has to work on producing yeah. and directing. So um, it seems like... Uh, the resurgence is back? I hope so, because <laughs> I really like Big Eyes, uh, the, his, mm-hmm. his, his film not too long ago. Um, but it has been a while. I mean, so I, I, I do hope it's, um, this, this is a project for him that he could bounce back to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, he, uh, he like we've said, you know, recently he's been, kind it's of definitely hit and miss. his vibe. Yeah. He's been hit and miss this, this last decade or so. And hopefully he's back. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it I'm a big fan. The- I'm a big fan of Wednesday. I thought he did an okay job with, with that show. Uh, and I'm hoping the best for uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I love that title for Beetlejuice 2, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I love it. That's kind of clever. So hopefully, uh, if, if it's if it has the Gone Girl writer, then it's got to be have it's got to be some kind of edge to it. Can't be like uh, you know Dumbo. With well, it's gonna Disney. be. I mean, with Gone Girl and Jillian Flynn, kind of known as a female centric, you know, writer, mm-hmm. and this being a you know. A, the 50 foot woman was kind of, I guess known as kind of a female and like the ultimate female empowerment movie. Well, that's why I, that's why I said big eyes. I mean, that was, that was yeah. a, a great, great Cent- picture. A female centric. Yeah. yeah. Film. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would if the, he does do this movie. I hope it it's set in the fifties. Oh, I think, cool. I, yeah, I hope it be set in the it'll be set in the fifties. I think it works a lot better. That would make sense for him. Yes. Uh, yeah, a whole, yeah. Uh, that that will be a much better idea. But and what I mean, was that Anne Hathaway movie where she played a, um, a giant also, but in her own in her sleep? Colossal, Colossus. Colossal. Yeah. yeah. I hope it has got something like that. But that was more of a kaiju comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but it was like you know, it was good. Yeah, it was good, and that was a kind of female centric, you know, dealing with abusive boyfriends and stuff like that. Um, Adam Sandler this just came out today that he's going to be collaborating with Uncut Gems director Josh Safdie for a new comedy co-director. special yes the other the other Safdie brothers uh, so who was the who's the the guy in um, who's the actor it's John ben. Benny Benny right Benny Safdie is the, the the actor director they split up recently they're not working mm-hmm. together anymore uh, but uh, Josh Safdie is going to direct Adam Sandler's new uh, comedy special for Netflix. This is their first project together after Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. There was they were also in the in the talks of of directing a other movie with Adam Sandler with the Safdie brothers, but I guess that one was off. They took that off the shelf. That's that's already put it back in the shelf. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that got shelved. Uh, but yeah, but this is I think this would be his first. Solo directing effort um, after Uncut Gems. So well, I mean, you do the curse. Oh, I don't know. No, that's that. the other. That's Benny. Okay, this is the other guy. Raymond, I mean, you're a big Zafty Brothers fan. Is it does it suck that that they're now kind of split and they're not doing movies together? Plus, what's your thoughts on this? You know, being Joss Joss's first uh, solo effort. And it being a comedy special for Adam Sandler. Um, I, I, well, yeah, I think it's disappointing that they split up, but um, I'm still, you know, curious to see how their future projects turn out. Um, this isn't, you know, the what I would have expected to have been Josh Safdie's, like, you know, first project as a kind of solo filmmaker, but, you know... I, the cur- the curse or whatever isn't also what I expected for, for Benny. Yeah, but uh, I haven't seen that yet either. But you know, well, we'll I gotta see. I gotta say, me and Rich finally saw uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, yeah. And I was so impressed by Benny Zafdi because that was a real acting performance. He has an accent. Yeah. He's a Hungarian uh, scientist. Yeah, I think he gives like one of the most underrated performances yeah. in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I was really shocked by it. I go, fuck, this guy's really doing some acting stuff. Yeah. And I thought for sure the split, the, the separation was more because of Benny wants to do acting more. But because he's directing or producing The Curse... It seems like he is much more. It maybe was more kind of like I'm tired of working with my brother, <laughs> and I I get it. You know, I get it. And and that's why we had to take a week off. By the way, <laughs> no, but uh, uh, um, no, I get it. I get it. It's like the like Oasis, right? The Oasis brothers. Yeah. They they get in fights. This, this happens to everybody. It happens to rock and roll. It happens to uh, 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 films. You know, the Hughes brothers don't work together anymore either. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I guess this is this to me. This seems like Josh Zafty is dipping his toe with a comedy special because maybe he's not too confident to direct by himself. And maybe if he gets that confidence, maybe he will be able to. Oh yeah, you know, maybe he'll be able to say to himself, "Yeah, I could direct something without anybody, and I could do this on my own." Oh, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Okay, so uh, let's get to the next headline. Um, Bob Odenkirk is set to star in an action movie, Normal. This is going to be directed by Ben Wheatley and written by Nobody writer Derek Kolstad. Uh, So it's not a sequel? No, it's a totally different movie. This is going to... uh, Odenkirk is going to play a sheriff in a small town where he uncovers deep secret, deep-seated secrets in a criminal conspiracy. It's going to be more of a crime thriller. Ben Wheatley, he's just he just directed Meg 2. He's kind of a cult British filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He has done some really psychedelic stuff, but it seems like with Meg 2, he's kind of doing more typical genre-based films. And if this is going to be an action movie or action crime film, uh, um, seems like the, this is much more of a... For, for mainstream audiences. Um, but, you know, Bob Odenkirk, always love to see him in a, a cool action movie. Fucking uh, Nobody was a terrific movie. Yeah, I hope he doesn't get killed. I mean, he has a, <laughs> I just had a heart attack. I mean, what the hell? I mean, I mean, he had a heart attack right after Nobody, right? After losing all that weight, getting in the best shape of his life, and then he yeah, got a heart attack, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the last season of Better Call Saul, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Watch yourself, brother man. It's, it's, I mean, uh, hopefully it's you know, not that, not as much as uh, nobody because he was, he went all out and nobody. I mean, no, I don't think so. I don't think it'll be anything like a transformation like that or anything. But um, I'm, I'm sure that you know, I'm, I'm hopefully, hopefully this will be a cool movie. I'm not, I'm not a big Ben Wheatley fan. Yeah, but this seems like it'll be of a, a more like um. I don't know, the less pretentious Ben Wheatley movie, so <laughs> you maybe... Saw, you saw Meg 2? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if that really counts as a Ben Wheatley movie, right? It's just, <laughs> it's like a Warner Brothers <laughs> franchise. You liked it, you right? Know. You liked Meg, Meg 2? So maybe he's on this kick. Yeah, maybe but I mean, I, but I liked kick, it yeah. as a, like, as a, as a throwback to, like, cheesy, mm-hmm. stupid, like, Chuck Norris movies, but done with, like, a $200 million budget. Well, Ben Wheatley did did directed uh, uh, Free Fire, which was a black comedy action, I guess, oh, Tarantino esque. Yeah, like yeah. So maybe this is yeah, going. He's he's going like more in this genre. Maybe that's that's the type of thing he's going to be doing. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, to speaking of 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 Oppenheimer, uh, Chillian Murphy is uh, Killian, or sorry, Killian Murphy is you know he's up for a Best Actor award. One of the front runners who still has a possibility he might take the trophy. Uh, he has expressed interest in, and he has said he is available for the sequel to Twenty Eight Days Later. Later, uh, following the announcement that the sequel got greenlit with Danny Boyle and uh, Alex Garland, who are be who are going to be returning to the franchise, and they're hopefully they're thinking that they're going to launch a new trilogy for Sony, I believe. But uh, Killian Murphy's all f- up for it if you uh, if they want him back, and so didn't we he, talk about this already? We yeah. talked about that uh, Danny Boyle and Alec, Alex Garland. Uh, but this uh, the story is that Ch- Killian Murphy is 
definitely has expressed his availability okay, for the, the then then we'll add this to the story then Killian Murphy has also expressed his availability <laughs> yes. for Barbie 2 <laughs> <laughs> or Oppenheimer 2 <laughs> why not no but I mean uh uh, uh I, I, I why not to have Killian Murphy back as uh, in in this you know 20 years I later. thought I thought it was already like set I thought he was already no, I don't think Supposed he was set. Back. I don't think he was the. No, no, just the the main uh, filmmakers, the Danny Boyle and Alex Garland. But um, and it, we don't. I don't even know if he's he's gonna um, be cast. I mean, he just said that he he wants to. You know, if they want him, he's he's available. Yeah, that's just like any actor. I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> available for Madame Web too. <laughs> but I mean, let's go back to Oppenheimer because we, you know, like we said, I just saw it. And I was very impressed by Killian Murphy. I don't know if, see, it's, I, to me, it's either him or or, or Paul Giamatti in um, the Holdovers, right? But and I think I, he gave the better performance. Well, I haven't seen the Holdovers, so it's so funny because, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's it's interesting because Killian Murphy's they're performance. Both, they're both liked in the industry. They're both liked. They both are in the movie for the entire film. Basically, I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd bet Killian Murphy would win for the BAFTA and uh, and uh, uh, Paul would win for the Oscar. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's going to, yeah, maybe that's it. But I mean, Killian Murphy did such a good job, but I think Paul Giamatti has the edge because it feels much more of a academy of performance, right? It's much more flashy. It's just, I mean, it's very typical to what, what Paul Giamatti has done before, where Killian Murphy, this is kind of a new side of his his acting. I mean, it's such a kind of internal performance. Uh, Rich, what was your feelings about Oppenheimer's, his performance in Oppenheimer? Yeah, but, he was all over the place. He was, I mean, literally. He, he, <laughs> and he was naked in one place. It was very yeah, odd, yeah. odd was a nakedness. Uh, I mean, he was in the, in the film like 95% of the movie, so he does, you know... He put all all the effort into it, that's for sure. And but um, but as far as acting goes, I think Paul Paul um, you know, Paul has Killian's got a way to go. I mean, Killian's he's, oh. he's going to be his name. His name's going to get called again eventually. For 20, so. 28 years later, he's going to be yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, you don't I think mean, Paul, you don't think Paul Giamatti's also gonna have like I mean I think both of these guys I think are gonna you know continue getting Paul, nominated for movies. Paul's been nominated before, and Paul's been he? fucking wanting it. He's in every fucking uh, podcast. I hear him everywhere. Well, he knows that yeah, he, he, yeah, he knows Murphy the game. yeah, Killian Murphy. Yeah, Killian Murphy. I haven't seen him really talk about it at all. Maybe he did a he couple rounds. Like embarrassed by it. He almost seems like embarrassed <laughs> that he's gonna go win an Oscar. <laughs> He, yeah, he has a couple. I seen him maybe a couple roundtable discussions. But Paul is going on Howard Stern. He's talking about his days in, in private parts. Mm-hmm. He is in. in he po- said he's going to thank Howard. Yes, yeah. he's, <laughs> and uh, you know, so like he is, you know, like it or not, he is promoting himself, and he wants. I don't even mean I don't know if he wants it, but he is doing a good job of, of putting his name out there and his face out there. And I think he's reminding people that he, you know, that th- this is. And, is, and the and the best movie. thing he did the best thing he did was post put put those pictures out there of um in an outburger and with it yeah in, in, in an <laughs> yeah. outburger with it with his uh, with his Emmy was it <laughs> yeah yeah with the Oscar with the yeah uh, Golden Globe Golden Globe yeah yeah, yeah it, that was a that's a perfect way to promote it you know like he is killing it when when uh, it's kind of like like uh, Michelle Yeoh she yeah. went, she went everywhere 
She yeah. promoted. She has. She had a great storyline. Like, I'm an old lady. They, they don't get perf- you know roles like this anymore. And, and then she gets she gets like twenty roles. Oh yeah, yeah. It's complete. It's complete bullshit. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing, though. Everyone saw that movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one saw the holdovers. Yeah, but maybe the his relationship well, Oscar, with every- Oscar people do. Yeah, but maybe his relationship know, with everybody because everyone yeah. seems to love it's- Paul. And and so all he has to do is just remind them that he is your friend. <laughs> and so all you gotta do is just put it, check his name, because we, everyone loves Paul. I mean, yeah, he's it, worth, it, he 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 is definitely one of those you know Kevin Bacon's you know six right. degrees of Kevin Bacon people. And so yeah, I think worked with every, he's worked with everybody. I think mm-hmm. if Paul Paul Giamatti wins, it's going to be much more about his legacy or his filmography. And not necessarily that performance in 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 the holdovers, even though I I think it's terrific in it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I'll be back on for um to play the rhino again. <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, I forgot the yeah. Hopefully that's, he doesn't that, bring that, that up. That's again. the only thing that hurt. That's the only thing that's going to hurt him. <laughs> His chance. Uh, so let's talk about Karate Kid. Karate Kid movies in the works. This is where they're going to bring back uh, Ralph Macchio with Jackie Chan. They're going to uh, pair up for the first time in this Karate Kid sequel universe. I don't know, they're going to fight to death. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do, but they just announced that uh, the star, the main star. So Ben Wang, who is currently starring in the Disney Plus series American Born Chinese, which also stars Michelle Yeoh. We said that she was busy after she won the Oscar. That was one of the many projects that she starred in. Uh, so he, he Ben Yi Wang is going to be the main kid in, or whatever he's going to do. He's going to be the main uh, actor in this new kid uh, credit kid movie. Um, it's set for release later this year. Rich credit kid. You got Jackie Chan. You got Ralph Macchio. You got this kid from American Born Chinese uh, Disney series. What's your um, predictions, or what, what? What's your? What do you think of the movie? Um, I think this will be a tax write-off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, I, I don't. I don't give a shit about it. I mean. I mean, you're a big fan. Uh, of, I think uh, this is. Of, of, uh, the, Will Smith, the... Will Smith sold the rights because he's broke. <laughs> um, but you, I mean, you, you, you love uh, um, Cobra Kai, the TV series, and I think Cobra Kai is coming out this year with their final season. Yeah. So, and uh, maybe that's going to play into this. I don't know. Actually, I, I'm not sure if it will, but I don't well, know. I, I think I think I saw like online that the Cobra Ga- Kai writers were asked about this, and they were like, "We have no idea what's going on." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 Overbrook. It's it's Will Smith's company. Yeah. So <laughs> he needs the money. So. Yeah, should we just <laughs> write this off? Like, yeah, okay, write this off. It's it's just a desperate attempt. All right, well, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a surprise. But, I mean, uh, I really like Jonathan Enswell. I mean, his uh, I am not okay with this, but he did produce it. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's talk about a surprise death. Um, Mark Gustafson, who was the co-director of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. He has passed away a couple. He passed away a couple weeks ago or a week ago, uh, following a heart attack. And he was a big time stop motion animator. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. I think he worked on the California Raisins and maybe the. I think the PJs maybe. But yeah, it's a big time uh, stop motion 
animated. Yeah, it just won an Oscar. Just won an Oscar for Pinocchio. So it's a, a sad news to hear about that. Also, another big, and we didn't talk about this because this happened last week when we were off, but Carl Weathers passed away. He was 76. He was uh, Apollo Creed, probably best known as Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. He was also in Predator. He was also in Action Jackson, which was a favorite of ours. Uh, he had uh, somewhat of a resurgence with the Mandalorian. He had, uh, you know, a recurring character in that series. He also directed a couple episodes of that series, and it seemed like he was entering this new stage where he's becoming a TV director, a successful TV director. Uh, but uh, sadly, he passed away at seventy-six. Um, well, I mean, what's your thoughts on on Carl Weathers and also the Pinocchio director? Uh, yeah, the Pinocchio director, uh, I think it's very, uh, just, just typically very sad. I mean, mm-hmm. just on both these sets, of course, mm-hmm. but Carl Weathers, that's just another f- a great, uh, black actor that we lost. I mean, first it was Lance Hedrick, which was, was a huge shock. And then mm-hmm. Andre Brower, another big shock. Yeah. And now Carl Weathers at, at pretty much the peak of his, his second career. Yeah. I mean, uh, with the Mandalorian and directing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did he did some of the best episodes, and I mean, he he kept improving on those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I'll, uh, it's, it's a good thing that he he made that Super Bowl spot, and they did dedicate it to him on the on the field, whatever on the on the spot itself. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he finished. Yeah. Uh, finished. Uh, I think that's will be his final performance. I don't think he did anything else. What well, was the Super Bowl? Uh, he oh. did. He appeared in the Super Bowl commercial for uh, online gambling company. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, with JJ Watt. Yeah. So, so, but I think that was his going to be his final performance. Unless, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I don't think he did anything else. Oh, maybe it was Gronk. Yeah, yeah I think it was Gronk. Right. Um, but um, I mean, there were talks. So you know. John Favreau was working on this Mandalorian movie. I'm, I'm sure that he was going to be in that one. I mean, it's just a just a shock that the, that that this happened. And I guess he was uh, he had a heart condition for a couple of years, so he died oh, from a heart sucks. condition. And yeah, I guess he passed away in his sleep. So thank God. I mean, it seemed like he didn't suffer. But uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on just Carl Weathers' uh, legacy? Um. Yeah, I mean, he's absolute legend. I mean, from the Rocky franchise, and like you were saying, Predator, mm-hmm. and uh, his numerous um, television appearances. I also, you know, I I I love him from uh, Happy Gilmore <laughs> as a, as a big one when I was little. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he had like a whole kind of second career in, in comedy, um, and. He, it's so shocking, really, that that he passed away because he seemed like he he seemed so much younger than he actually was, yeah. and he seemed like he could have like really been around for like another like twenty years. Um, I got to just briefly meet him really quick at a convention in November, and like it it really did not like I could not have imagined this happening at all because mm-hmm. he seemed so you know strong for mm-hmm. his age and mm-hmm. so healthy and like crazy i mean it's just just a couple months ago and now yeah passed away yeah i mean just one of those shocking deaths i mean 
you know, Michael Clark Duncan kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rich, tell us about, you know, first time watching Apollo Creed and, and that, uh, you know, watching him in that performance. And and really, I think Rocky only works when you have a character like that going against um, Rocky and the, the main character is so sliced alone, you know. to For him to be like this really outlandish character and to really play it to the, the hilt, I mean, it's got to be one of the best kind of breakout performances ever. Well, I mean, without, without him, there would be no sequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky, I mean, to do Rocky two, I mean, if he wasn't in rock, if he wasn't in Rocky two or whatever, Rocky three, Rocky four, it'd be a huge missing piece. So he, it, it was really sly in him. Right. Uh, continue that series. Um, also, there needed to be a rematch. <laughs> yeah, no, no, on two, yeah, of course. But I mean, what, what if it was Mr. T? You know, the, the Rocky Two. So it, it's just, you know, it's just it, he, he, he filled that piece, that missing, that that piece that worked together. He was like, you can't ride a bicycle with just one wheel. Well, I guess you can't, but <laughs> it would hurt. It would hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, it would hurt a lot more. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, not only that, uh, Predator, of course, is just one of those milestone. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's such a good, uh, I don't know, sounding board for the main yeah. actor, main star. You know, he, pairing mm-hmm. him with Arnold Schwarzenegger was terrific. And it all, you know, always will always quote like, "What's the matter, Dylan?" You know, the CIA guy yeah, pushing too many pencils. All the, you know, or, or how do you, you like your ribs? How oh, you like your ribs from Action <laughs> Jackson? Or, you know, like. <laughs> Or like you son of a bitch, you know, like you know, like all this is because of him and who he is and 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 who he's playing up against. I mean, he he makes the main actor. I mean, if you know, in Action Jackson, he was the main star, but when he's in these other movies, he made the uh, the main star much better. You know, with Rocky, with with Sly Stallone, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, with even Adam Sandler, you know, Happy Gilmore, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's. I I was shocked that he was. I was shocked that he was seventy six. I was shocked that he he was even sick. I was shocked. That yeah, he, I mean, it, it, yeah. He's one of those first uh, great actors. I mean, uh, uh, sports. Uh, you know, he was Athletes. A, a football player. Yeah. Athlete, uh, turn turn actor. I mean, yeah, he's just one of those first greats. And uh, yeah, like I said, he was a good director too. So. A lot better than Poloni, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it for headlines. Um, let's get into, uh, we know, speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, let's get into some of the Super Bowl TV or trailers, the the, the exclusive trailers that premiered during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have to go? I mean, do you, you guys have any thoughts on Wicked? <laughs> Wicked? Oh, looks like a generic Disney movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it looks a lot. I mean, because because it's a Wizard of Oz movie. Yeah, it looks a lot like um, the Sam Raimi movie with oh. James Franco. Yeah, uh, the Great Oz and the Great Powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's just now. It's just now. It's a musical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was watching it, I did. I, I really have no uh, idea what the Wicked. I mean, I know it's a Broadway sensation. I knew it's a musical. I know people love it. I didn't know what the story was about. And when watching it, I go, oh, this is Harry Potter. <laughs> this is them in some kind of witching school or something, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, it's going to be part one of, of two-parter. So it's a two-parter. 
So there's mm. going to be Wicked Part 1 and Wicked Part 2 next year. So I don't know. I guess people, you know, it's. I mean, the the musical is it's such a popular show. I guess people will want to see this. I don't know. Not, it's well, not for me. Well, is, is it like, I mean, how... How many people is is theater people? You know? <laughs> well, like those. I know those. Like for something to be successful in Broadway, right? right. Th- that's that's different than selling out. You know, movie theaters across the the, the nation. You know, so how how would that translate? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know how like, draws, like, but... like Dick the musical <laughs> a success. <laughs> I don't know if Ariana Grande has that many fans or whatever. Too. I think she does, but not certainly not compared to like Taylor Swift or anything. But I'm sure but she has Taylor Swift and fans and didn't come out for Cats and yeah. And then this is a good movie maybe to compare to Cats. Uh, but what, no, what, no, it, it, has like, that, it has that um, feel well, that the, it could uh, be a, um, a, a, a a good Disney film. But I mean, I mean as far as Disney well, goes, I, I would say this. Well, is I meant I meant compared to Cats because there were actually like Broadway plays. I would say this is similar to Wonka and and Harry Potter. Wouldn't that be like yeah? And John M. Chu, he directed the In the Heights, had his best like had his best um, mm-hmm. some of his best reviews on that film, and it tanked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a musical as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but if they already if they're already um you know committed to a sequel, then there, there's. It has good fall. It has good chances of making money or whatever, or they believe in it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, I didn't expect to talk this long about Wicked. <laughs> I had to learn. Let's move on. I like Let's move on. Jeff uh, Goldblum's awesome. Yes, he's going to play the. He's playing the great and the powerful wizard, wizard yeah, right. Oz. Um, you know, the one that, that really surprised me in this in the, the trailer came out earlier before it aired in Sun, Sundance or not Sundance, uh, Super Bowl was a quiet place day one. They had the full trailer or full teaser out a couple of days before the Sunday. I was actually very impressed by this because this, this is directed by pig director Michael Sarnowski. And this stars Lupita Nyong'o and Joseph Quinn from um, Stranger Things season four or whatever it was, the last season. Yeah. Um, you know, what's your feelings about this? I mean, this is going. This this is set in a big city instead of a small town where the first two quiet places were shot or were taking place in. Which yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, uh, I, I really think that this, this looks good uh, because Michael Sarnowski is behind it, and mm-hmm. uh, um, um, I know uh, he's under the tutelage of uh, John Krasinski, which is a good, um, uh, good um, person to be uh, to, to to listen to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I think this could be one of her. I mean, um, although she already won an Oscar, this is the piece that could. Uh, that could remind people that she won an Oscar <laughs> because so far it hasn't we, been too many uh, roles that she's we, picked. We don't that, um, we don't hear her though. We, we have right. So is she? You think she's deaf? Um, or is she mute? M- mute or is she? Uh, uh, um, maybe she's a uh, she doesn't speak English. You know, maybe she's an immigrant. I don't know. Oh. Well, my first thought is she, she might be mute or deaf. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's possible. Um, 
but yeah, Joseph Quinton sure certainly isn't because we see him yelling his ass off. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I hope it's really good for Joseph Quinton too. And Jaiman Hunsu, right? We know he's in the Quiet Place Part Two, right? So, and this is a prequel. Uh, this takes this place after or before. This is, yeah. and this is basically his part, his beginning too. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, we saw his ending. So, mm -hmm. uh, but it's good to see that. He hasn't been forgotten by John Krasinski. You know, I, I know you, he did him dirty in, in part two. So this this will hopefully he's in this movie a lot longer. Uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on Quiet Place Day One? Well, um, I actually didn't like the trailers for the first two Quiet Place movies. And then like it was one of those things where I didn't like the trailers, but I watched the movies mm -hmm. and ended up liking the movies. So once again, I actually really didn't care for this trailer. But um, I'm sure the movie will be good because the other two were good. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you, you uh, like the Alex franchise, Wolf. so you're 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 having faith in the franchise. So I have faith in the franchise. I haven't liked the trailers for any of the movies. So I mean, okay, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's move to the Fall Guy. We got another spot, another peek at the Fall Guy. It's just kind of typical stuff. I, you know what? To me, the the trailer because they they had a teaser trailer. A couple months ago with the phone guy, mm -hmm. I was not a big fan of it. It looks kind of stupid, uh, and I'm not really a fan about this commercial either. This, this is it. Just continues that this is going to be a dumb co action comedy. It, to me, if you know, although this is directed by David Leach and I liked his work in and Deadpool two and and I, I don't know, oh, of, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw, and um, that's about it, I guess. John Wick. I like the first John Wick, yes, yes, uh, but he, he's, I guess, Atomic Blonde, he's good, it's, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't love Bullet that Train. movie, I, I didn't finish Bullet Train, uh, yeah, to know. me, it, 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 I'll be surprised if it's as good as Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I mean, the movie, much. to me, the movie feels like a, a McGee movie, which is not good, oh, <laughs> that's not good, yeah, that's not good at all, but yeah, what was your thoughts on The Fall Guy? It's going to be a tough, um, I mean, it's, I mean, Ryan Gosling is now in the, on top of the world mm -hmm. and this, I mean, <laughs> he could be the fall guy for this one. <laughs> I mean, uh, this could drop his notch, you know, a lot, you know, quick. Um, uh, but, but, you know, he, he, David Leach was offered Jurassic World, so maybe people believe in it, so... Yeah, maybe they they liked the Fall Guy. You know, you, the people in Universal liked the Fall Guy so much that they offered him this big project, and he he left because he didn't see eye to eye on the vision. But maybe they, yeah, I, they they do have faith probably in his his directing. I think Fall Guy looks pretty whatever. Um, <laughs> trailers the trailers haven't done much for me, mm -mm. but I don't think the movie looks like awful either. It, it's not something I would necessarily see in theaters, but. I would watch it on on streaming, so um, I, I think it's actually going to make a lot of money. I think it's going to be a, a successful movie, um, but then again, movies are so expensive these days that um, do you know the budget on it? No, I I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think they have reported it yet. It looks like pretty pretty expensive though. I mean. If it needs to make over two hundred million worldwide, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Two hundred million? Oh yeah, yeah it has to. Be. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. According to Wikipedia, the budget is one hundred and twenty-five, which is not too bad. Yeah, so it needs to make about maybe like two fifty or three hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, don't could, know, I don't know. Worldwide, it, it would make. A, uh, I think it would make it would make that much money. Uh, it might easy. break even. I don't know, man. I mean, movies aren't <laughs> making money these days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People aren't going to the movies. I mean, look at Argyle. <laughs> but it's got Ryan Gosling. That's all it takes sometimes. I mean, after Barbie is so huge. Yeah, but it also, like, and look, you might be right because I feel this is like a very kind of accessible movie. It's like a romantic comedy, it's an action yeah. explosion film. It, it seems like to check all the boxes, like at least, you know, like the, what was that, The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Shannon Tatum? Right. Yeah, right. It, it looks a lot like that or like, um, um, but the the thing that worries me for or for this movie's success is what if this turns out to be like um like a uh, a nice guys situation where like mm. you know nice guys was like a movie everyone loved uh, Ryan Gosling's great in the film yeah. and it's a complete bomb. Yeah. Well, even Bullet Train did pretty well. So yeah, I did Bullet Train do well. I don't. I, don't... I did well enough. Yeah, but this is I think it comes out in the heart of. No, actually, it comes out in May, so it's not the heart of the summer. But well, I thought it was March. No, May. It pushed. They pushed it back to the summer in May. Okay. So, um, it's early summer, so it's gonna kick off summer. I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I'm not yeah. big. I mean, it looks to me, it looks like a McG a McG movie, and I'm not. I mean, McG's the McG movies <laughs> make money. That's true. Really. <laughs> Well, he used to wow. be back in the day. I mean, yeah, back in the day. I don't think he really makes movies anymore. <laughs> uh, well, let's just hope it's not a Matthew Vaughn film. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kingdom of the Plan- Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer came out, a full trailer. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I, to, it hopefully, hopefully, cheap, though. Yeah, hopefully yeah. It's, a, it's a lower budget movie. Yeah, it certainly looked like it. And, I, I, you know, Wes Ball is taking over. He's the director of the Maze Runners uh, films. Yeah. And um, so it doesn't seem like it has that same kind of um, I don't know, social commentary that that the Matt Reeves movies had. This seems more typical, like um, I guess going back to the basics, you know, uh, the planets. Well, it's, fill the, ori- of it, uh, it's the original. It's it's the original movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, it's it's the original movie, but with a girl instead of well, instead without of no astronauts. Yes. Yeah, without no astronauts. <laughs> Well, is it? Is it? I, maybe there is astronauts, and we don't, we're just not showing it. Oh, that would be interesting. But it seems like uh, the the apes and is trying to. I don't know what they're trying to do. Is there a civil war there, or or, or there's a king who wants to be crowned king, or? Well, or they're they're just the, they were just launching a, an initiative to kill all the humans or something like that, or capture them. Well. The, the humans are just you know animals, right? Right, and so there, there's some, and and, the, and there's there's some human that's you know intelligent, right? <laughs> and I mean, it's it's, it's, the original movie. Uh, hopefully, the special effects are being worked on still. Um, I hope, but I don't think yeah. so, man. I think this is their way of doing it. They're like, they're, we can only get away well, with it if it's if it looks cheap. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why they hire West Ball in the first place because his yeah. tr- his first trilogy. Seem to have got cheaper and cheaper. <laughs> um, well, he has a, a visual effects background. He started uh, right, his short movies right. were visual, were animated. He knows he knows how to stretch it. Yeah, and 
and so far the, the the cast itself looks like it's been stretched. I mean, because there's nobody, no big names. <laughs> yeah, there's no big names all. in it, which I kind of like. So far, I like that there's no big there's, names in the in the cast. Yeah, the two main stars are from Netflix uh, series, um, uh, The Witcher, and uh, um, what was Owen Teague is also the the guy is from Bloodline. Yeah, I don't um, know who any of them are. Yeah, so this is this is the trilogy that'll make their make her make her their their career as far as film goes. I guess I don't know. You can't say the same thing to Andy Serkis, right? <laughs> um, but um, that's what yeah. you know, the fact it, it that, well, did look it, it did look action packed, and that's all you need. Well, the fact that they don't have any big names in the cast ten, makes me believe that the there is a lower lower budget movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So uh, yeah. So me, no, I, I I agree with you. I, yeah. I I definitely think that they're making this for a fraction of the price of the other um, Planet of the Apes movies. But I also think that kind of takes away a bit of the I don't know, man. Like a bit of the kind of what kind of what makes it kind of special. Kind of what makes it makes it like cinema. And th this is why we go to the movies. It makes it feel more like oh yeah, this is like the streaming version. Oh. Well, I didn't get that in while watching the trailer. I didn't say this is. I just saw this is much more of a well, economically me, budget <laughs> version. Well, of that, it. well yeah. to me, that's that's what I felt. I felt like, oh, this is like the streaming version because mm -hmm. it felt way less cinematic. And what's and what's that mean, right? I mean, if it's not going to be cinematic, then it's going to be like you know, dumping on streaming. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be the reaction from a lot of people. I mean, maybe people might not you know go to that straight to it. Like, oh, it's, it's missing you know that that you know that cinematic nature that makes you want to go to the movies but i think it it has a cheap quality that's going to turn people off mm -hmm. yeah i wonder if it's weta at all i mean uh it's uh you know the first series was weta and uh, mm. this one it's looks probably like, not i mean it seems like they could just cut and paste most of it yeah it seems like they got the same models from the previous mm -hmm. movies and just like rebuilt the the world mm -hmm. again you know with those same models they like didn't improve it it's just, like yeah, we got like a whole landscape of trees. Let me just place that old stash of, of used uh, visual effects, you know. But this was a this was a huge commercial for Super Bowl. So. It's true. Yeah, I mean, so they uh, they do they, think it's gonna they, have some potential, right? So if, if, yeah. Um, hey man, I hope it's good because I I I do really gen generally love this franchise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I oh, think yeah. the only the only Planet of the Apes movies I not really a big fan of or it's like the remake that tim Byrne directed and um the, the i Mark really Wal liked the the makeup effects on that one yeah but i mean the movie sucked <laughs> but <laughs> yeah the human sucked. yeah the, yeah i mean it, it, a lot of the blame could be put on mark Wahlberg. <laughs> but yeah that movie sucks and uh another one that kind of sucked was um uh what was it battle for the planet of the apes the fifth one in the in the original the original franchise yeah, yeah. and then also that one also that mo that one mostly suffered because they didn't have a budget you know they just rushed that movie it was so cheap um it, it was the cheapest of all the planet of the apes movies i think they just kind of made it just to like wrap everything up and that movie that movie was awful and um i get that vibe from this new one <laughs> but i hope this new one is, is good because I, I i really do want it to be good i, I i'm excited that they're kind of retelling that um original movie because i think there's a lot of great ideas in that original in those original five movies and if they could kind of take some of those best ideas and kind of turn it into this kind of like stripped down and focused trilogy i don't think that's what they're going to do but i think they're going to take some at least a few of the ideas um 
I think that could be really cool and modernize it and stuff, but I don't know. Man. No, I, I, I don't think that's what they did. I think this is more of a straightforward, maybe setting up a, a sequel. I don't think that 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 that, that social commentary that the, what makes the, the original movie so great is. I don't think that's in this movie. This is more kind of like a battle. You don't think war. so? It's a popcorn flick. Yeah, this is more a I think, popcorn movie. Yeah. No, I think I think both of those things are going to be there. Hopefully, I mean, cause, hopefully, because I mean, we do see like you know the humans, you know, as like you know animals and stuff, right? Yeah, so I mean, it's, gonna, it's be, gonna have to, it's gonna have to delve into that. There, I could be immigration, have, a, a, you know, parable to immigration or, or war. I don't know. You know, yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure the the surface stuff is there, but I don't know if it's any deeper than that. We have to find out what, what what what's so special about this this person, this girl. Why mm-hmm. why she's so intelligent? Yeah, is she the same girl in the original or the last movie, the the mute girl? I'm not sure. I mean, I think that, that was wouldn't in... make sense because it's 300 years in the future. Oh, isn't you mean after yeah. Caesar? No, her name is yeah. May. Yeah, it's that's 300 years after. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got conflicting storylines. I I don't know. If it was directly after the last movie, or yeah, no, okay. Well, let's let's hundreds, move on. Hundreds of years later. Well, we'll hope for the best, and we'll, we'll let's let's move on to the other big movie, a premiere movie or trailer premiere was Twisters, the long-awaited sequel redux of tw- the nineteen ninety-six tornado tornado disaster thriller Twister from Jan DeBont, which starred. Uh, was it Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt, and also a very young uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one stars Daisy Edgar Jones and Glenn Powell and Anthony Ramos, um, and a whole bunch and of other Superman. people. Yeah, there was a, 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 some other people. Superman, David Cornsweet. Yes, He's supposed to be in that. He probably gets sucked up in the. Tornado. <laughs> he probably dies in the first movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was Shasha Lane and Brandon. Perea from Nope, oh. and yeah, it was uh, Mora Tyranny. Uh, and man, you know what disappoints me though about this trailer? I mean, not necessarily about this trailer, but you know what disappoints me? Yes, that this that this trailer to me personally is is more cinematic than the Planet of the Apes trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, like I, you like I, the trailer? I, yeah, I do like this trailer. Yeah, and I like the trailer like, a lot too. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Twisters. I always thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. It, but um, rewatching watching this trailer for the first time, it made me go like, "Yeah, you know, Twister. Twister was fine, but fine is still better than most of the action movies we get today." So, so seeing this movie that is basically just a, a remake of Twister, I'm like, you know what? I'm on board for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, putting Glenn Powell in there makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, and I mean, they so, throw him in Top Gun. <laughs> Throw, so, him, throw him in this too. <laughs> Daisy Edgar Jones and uh, Anthony Ramos are are storm chasers, like a professional scientist. Where I think Glenn Powell is playing some kind of social media star who chases storms for social media clout. And oh, he's, he's more, playing Logan Paul. Yeah, he's playing like more of a rock star. He's not. He doesn't. He's not doing it for scientific data. He's doing it for clout, social media clout, and fame. And uh, they get together, they, you know, they team up, I guess, and they're trying to chase down a twister or whatever, you know, it's just like the movie, just like their original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I think there is a connection. I think Daisy Edgar Jones might be playing the 
a daughter a niece or, or a daughter or something to yeah, Helen Hunt or maybe even Bill it, Paxton. I'm not sure. I think it's said in Texas. I want to say it's said in Texas or maybe Oklahoma. Maybe, maybe it's Oklahoma. Like it. Maybe it's Oklahoma. I don't know. But uh, I thought it was really awesome, and um, mm-hmm. I was shocked. And it, it to me again, this feels like a much more of a budget movie, which I think is going to do very well. I mean, th- there's nothing. You know, none of these stars are big names. Even even Glenn Powell is not a big name. Uh, I mean, he gets well, he's getting he some. Might be the romantic comedy in theater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. now he's a big name, but when he signed up for this project, he was probably. I don't know if he had Top Gun. Uh, well, I guess he did have Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is directed by Lee Isaac Chung, who had previously directed a minor, uh, a Minari, which was yeah. the the really great film with uh, Stephen Yoon. And here's this, you know, shot for for a big budget action movie. And so I'm hoping the best because I was a big fan of Minari, and I and you know Lee Isaac Chung is actually from I think Oklahoma or he's from the from this area. Where I'm not sure. I'm not sure he has personal experiences with tornadoes, so I think that helps. But uh, Richard, what was your thoughts on on watching Twisters the, the this trailer? Yeah, I think it's perfect. I, I love these kind of genres. This, um, you know. Uh, act of God dramas um, that I really that was huge in the 90s mm-hmm. I really do wish they come back but of course they um on, on, thanks to global warming uh it's just you know it's 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 the every time a, a storm a big storm does happen uh, they push back the movie you know because oh, something weeks, happens you know, in real life yeah symp- <laughs> sympathetic you know and I hope you know I hope that kind of shit doesn't happen of course but yeah I mean this this is it. This is the way of the world, thanks to global warming. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're so, a big fan of uh, 20, uh, 2012. 2012, Dante's Peak, uh, <laughs> uh, even even Tommy Lee Jones' Volcano. Uh-huh. I love it, uh, and, you know. And you know, Twisters, of course, was one one of the greats. Also, Twister, you know, like I I I'm, I agree with Raymond. It's not a great film, but what Twister was really good at. Once you get the laser disc, this is back in the days when we had laser uh-huh. disc. It had the one of the best soundtracks or sound. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, so if you and and those are the days where you had like really pathetic, uh, five point one sound mm-hmm. system, and to really test those those um, the sound system in your in your in your house, you either put Twister or you put Speed. Yeah, and it was directed by John DeBont, and uh, he just won an Oscar for sound for Speed. And then, and, and Twister was just as good. And Twister uh, was the follow up to Speed. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, um, yeah, this this so. See, he knows. I about really, sound, I really yeah. like Glenn Powell, and I think Daisy Edgar Jones is a great pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this because it it, it was a good it was a good first trailer. I, I, I did hear some criticisms about the special effects in the in the trailer that it didn't look that great. I didn't find that, you know. I mean, I what else could you, than apes. Yeah, I go. What what could you do? It's going to be a lot of wind. It's going to be a lot of clouds. It's basically. I mean, there's nothing else you could do to that. What do you want? A flying cow? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm. Thank God it wasn't a flying cow there. That would have been too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it will be in the movie. Yeah, of course. Uh, but they did bring back that that. Um, trash oh, can thing yeah um dorothy so, dorothy so. yeah which was in the original movie and that's why i'm saying that she must be related to bill paxton or yeah they gotta bring helen hunt, hunt in it somehow yeah. or something uh, i'm looking forward to it it looks good i like it 
It's, yeah. it's it might be. I think it's, it has a potential to be a yeah. sleeper hit, like a big yeah, blockbuster. Surprisingly, uh, of all the trailers, even even the ones we haven't talked about yet, I really think this is the most cinematic trailer they showed at the Super Bowl. All right. Well, let's talk about the one and only trailer that really everyone was waiting for was the first look at Deadpool and Wolverine. It, originally, it was Deadpool three. Now it's the official title, Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, this is the reteaming of Ryan Reynolds and and Hugh Jackman. This is uh, the first time Deadpool uh, enters the MCU, and we got the time agents or whatever in this movie, uh, and uh, and he is uh, he claims himself to be Marvel Jesus. Uh, Raymond, you're a big Deadpool fan. You've been waiting for Deadpool three. This is the first look. You've been waiting for this trailer. What was your thoughts? Um, it's good enough. <laughs> But um, you know, surprise. Maybe not surprising. I, I guess knowing knowing me, if, if if you've ever talked to me, this my reaction probably shouldn't be any surprise at all. I think all the Deadpool stuff, all the Ryan Reynolds stuff, all the stuff that is carrying over from what was done in the previous two movies, all that stuff looks great. Everything with Marvel and the MCU, Disney, all that. I'm just, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like I'm the just time, tired of the it. Time, uh, age, what's it the called? Time variant. Time variant agency. Putting, yeah. putting Deadpool in the MCU. I, 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 I don't think it's that, I don't think it's really that special anymore. I don't think it, I think there was a time where it's like, oh, wow, that, that I can't believe they're doing this. That's so cool. Now I think it's like, man, if we could get some of those characters to go back over, if we could get, if we could get some of the Marvel characters to sneak out of the MCU and go into the Fox universe then <laughs> should be the opposite way. Like let's sneak them out of the MCU. Kevin Feige's ruining them. Uh, no, but no, I actually, that's not true. I don't, I don't, I just don't care about any of it anymore. <laughs> so um, I, mean, I, I like, did, I liked having this... Deadpool. I liked having Deadpool in his world and him being able to make fun of everything. Like be even be able to make fun of like DC and make fun of, Green Lantern and make fun of you know Kevin Feige and make fun of mm-hmm. you know uh, the the Fox universe make fun of everything you know that's what I liked. Uh, now that they're throwing him in the Marvel universe, that's fine, whatever. I don't care. But it's also it looks so generic. That there, I think the first two Deadpool movies at least kind of looked like movies. Mm-hmm. This this just feels like a a Disney product. Like the cinematography of it, the look of it, right, the action—it right. just looks like a Disney product, mm-hmm. and I think that's disappointing. Um, but it feels like Deadpool, like dialogue-wise, the jokes. I mean, I, I I laughed a couple of times, and there aren't that many jokes. It's a very brief trailer, so I'm, I'm sure I laughed at all the times that they wanted me to laugh. But mm-hmm. it just, you know, I, I I really wish this wasn't happening. Well, we did get, and you're talking about some bringing some of the Fox Marvel characters, and we did get a a, a, a preview or a appearance by Pro, uh, Pyro. Pyro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I play- forgot who that even was. <laughs> so, and so there is, te- I guess there they are teasing some Fox Marvel characters and, and you know, cameos. Uh, Rich, yeah. w- w- what's your thoughts on on uh, Deadpool Wolverine? I actually love the title. I, I prefer this than than Deadpool three. But yeah, I I thought I thought 
um, yeah, of course we knew Wolverine was going to be in it, but but I thought actually I thought the uh, the 32nd version um, that actually aired during the Super Bowl was actually um, better, good also, mm. and I really hope they release it. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, it it does have a lot. Of, I know we're going to have a lot of um, you know cameos and secrets. It looks like you could see. Um, Wolverine's alter ego in one scene, um, in like the casino scene, mm -hmm. where oh, he's yeah. wearing a white suit and a patch. Well, I don't know if he's he, gonna be patch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, uh, hopefully we we'll see a gray hawk. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people think we're gonna see a, a Hulk and Wolverine fight. Right. Oh, um, that'd be cool. Um, a lot of people think it'll be um, Eric Banner's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, it does look like they they feature uh, Age Voltron in this in the in the in the screen, the TV screens. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, if you look closely, it's it's the Age of Ultron setting. So that, what does that mean? Um, oh, you mean he's so he's gonna he's gonna go back to some of the movies. He's gonna go probably back that to makes sense where, where mutants first existed. Oh, which was Scar which was Scarlet Witch and um, oh. Aaron Taylor Johnson, mm -hmm. Quicksilver. So. Uh, you know, probably kill off Aaron Tilly Johnson again <laughs> and keep Scarlet Witch back uh, because Aaron just now is now uh, Kazar or what? Well, not Kazar, but um, oh, you mean uh, 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 Craven? Craven? Yeah, Craven so, the Hunter? Um, <laughs> maybe Craven the Hunter would make an appearance, <laughs> yeah. or maybe um, no, uh, that's Tony. Uh, so what was uh, Ra what was it, Ralph Boner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, well, I the, mean, but the teaser, the teaser itself was a good teaser. It was a good teaser. It was a good teaser. Yeah, yeah I love, I love that they didn't really fully reveal Hugh Jackman yet. Yeah, it's good to see Rob Delaney. <laughs> I, th I really <laughs> thought he died. Well, I, I think they they all did die. Right? Oh, okay. Just see the he, Shatterstar definitely died, right? <laughs> he he messed with the timeline. Yeah. Okay. Um. We get, we got to mention this is directed by Sean Levy, and so the, it might just lean heavy on the comedy on 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 this movie. And I do, you know, I was shocked that actually in the trailer you do hear him say F "fuck," or do you? Yeah, no. he he did say yeah he said a uh, a bad word. I think he said "fuck." So no. it's going to be maybe that was the only "fuck" in the movie. But um, yeah, I think he, right before he gets. His arm busted, or something like that, and he says, he says "fuck." In the teaser, I'm talking about the, the original, in the, the official teaser. But uh, the 30 second teaser, the next, no, that's that was there in television. The two minute uh, teaser that was online. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying that, that um, it looks like it's gonna at least be PG 13. It's not, or maybe maybe I don't know if it's gonna be oh. R. I mean, uh, with PG 13, you're allowed to say. Two fucks. I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be R. You think yeah. it's gonna be rated R? Yeah. All right. I don't think it's gonna have the Disney logo on it though. Mm. Well, we'll see. We'll but ne see. neither neither do the Marvel movies, right? They just have Marvel Studios, right? Mm. Yeah, but it, I mean, they don't they play Disney have... anywhere, right? I mean, they made the yeah the the, the um. The Disney Plus, uh, you know, sign-in, um, adult sign-in or whatever, already, so. Yeah, that's true, yeah. 
Well, look, uh, I'm a big fan of um, Hugh Jackman coming back. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if he should be coming back. Actually, I didn't like the idea that he was coming back because I love Logan. I love how they, they ended that character. I thought for sure that was a perfect, perfect uh, send-off of that character. But after I watching- had to the- get divorced. <laughs> I had to get divorced. I had to get some uh, alimony uh, money. No, no, I, 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 I do- I, I see what they're doing here with the with the with the movie, and that makes me actually more excited for the movie. More excited to see him coming back, the yellow suit, and all that stuff. Um, and I like the, the fact that it's called Deadpool and Wolverine. That actually no, makes like, sense. But like you know, for for myself, like I'm excited for you know to see another Deadpool movie. I'm excited to see all these to see Deadpool interacting with all these Fox X Men characters. Yes, uh-huh. but am I like alone in like? I'm not excited to see Deadpool being thrown into the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> and it being becoming like, why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> well, that, that was the, the idea of uh, and why? Why are we? Why is everyone pretending this is like a great, like awesome, like like has everyone seen the last phase of the MCU? Well, like, that's what that's what the whole the gimmick is. He's here to save us. Yeah, he's here to save the uh, MCU. He's here to patch things up and put them on the right path but but how can things be patched up if we know like the next movies coming after this is like uh, captain america 4 which is going through like 20 reshoots <laughs> i think they, they they just threw away the 15th uh script and they're like uh, we have to reshoot it a third time <laughs> well and then they're like oh my god daredevil we're, we're gonna have to rewrite the series seven times like we how, like how is how is how are we supposed to feel good if they can't even like get their they're like oh blade we're gonna have to recast them again like, i know i know i know they have they're they're, they're in a rough spot like and they're like oh my god the marvels too <laughs> yeah they're in a rough spot and i, I you know what, what are you gonna do you, what are you gonna do <laughs> i'm just saying like they're throwing like deadpool into like a sinking ship and <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, he's trying to patch up a, a, a yeah, he's trying to patch up the sinking ship, and they, it's too much water coming in. Um, no, that's so. That's it. I mean, uh, that's our thoughts on the Super Bowl trailers. That was our thoughts on some of the recent headlines. Uh, yeah, we we should end it there. Thank you for listening to Inside Flicks. Uh, we'll be back next week when we'll talk about more headlines and more movie news and TV news and maybe even some more trailers. All right, thank you for listening, everybody. Bye bye.